The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. What's up, everyone? I want to tell you about a car that you are going to love. Check it out. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, I love that, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. So let's say you're ready to take the family on a camping trip or something like that. The Santa Fe is perfect for you. You've got all-wheel drive. You can load everyone up in the third row. It's time to start being adventurous, and you need the right car, and that's the Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? No, I can't. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. We only have a few trade episodes left. We're approaching the trade deadline in a lot of fantasy leagues. We welcome you to the Wednesday edition of Fantasy Football Today. Adam Azer with Heath Cummings, Jamie Eisenberg, and Dave Richard. The, the full gang is here to talk buy low and sell high. And we're playing a game today. We haven't played it all year. What do you think we're playing? What do you want to play? Name that player. Name that player. That's correct. All right. We're playing Name That Player. So I've already got a point. <laughs> Good job, Dave. <laughs> Way to go. Jamie gets to be on the other end of Name That Player. He's usually the stumper. He'll be the stumpy. Stumped today? I don't even know. Uh, anyway, how's everybody I'm doing? Mitchell. Everybody doing good? Yeah. Okay. I'm just enjoying the chat, having a debate over whether Keaton Mitchell is B. John Robinson or Julio McLaughlin. And it's it's the, the the range of possible outcomes is so much fun. What was Arthur Smith saying about B. John Robinson and the not playing near the goal line because of the way defenses defend them there? What was that all about? He's a great he off-ball threat. I think he was saying, I'm going to enjoy watching B. John Robinson on my couch next year. <laughs> Man, they, they are about to rip off like seven wins and win the division. No. They've got... Two games left against a team with a winning record. It's true. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, if there if there was ever a time to unleash Bijan, mm-hmm. this would be it. Arizona, let's go. Let's do it. Okay, uh, favorite buy low, favorite sell high. Who's excited to go first here with your favorite buy low? Yes, Dave. Dave. I'm shocked you picked me. Uh, Brock Purdy is one of my favorite oh. buy lows. You stole love, my, you stole uh, my guy. You stole him. What? You stole my guy. Well, tough. <laughs> okay. Maybe it's obvious that he's a No, it's not at all. Go ahead. If you had him and I have him, then maybe that's why. But look, 49ers getting healthy, Debo coming back. We've seen Purdy play well with a safe floor when everything is perfect around him. 
And I, I think you can get them relatively cheap, especially because the fantasy manager that had Purdy couldn't use them last week. So they benched them. They started another quarterback. They should be okay, at least short term, with their quarterback options and be open to trading Brock Purdy. And uh, he has a good schedule. Five of his last eight games up to week 17. Again, not going to include week 18. Five of his last eight games are against teams that are bottom 10. Jacksonville this week. Tampa Bay is is bad against quarterbacks. Philadelphia has been bad. And then in the playoffs, you do have Baltimore in week 16, which stinks. But you have Arizona, Baltimore, and then week... If you get to the championship with Brock Purdy, he's getting uh, Washington, which gives up the most fantasy points. Oh, baby. Second easiest playoff schedule in the projected strength of schedule rankings. Is this like a super flex to QB by low? Or do you think that he can be like impactful in a one quarterback league? Because even when he's been good, he's been quarterbacks. Heath. Like what's that? Any league that starts quarterbacks. So you think he can matter in a one quarterback league and not just yep. be like QB ten to twelve? Have you, basically, stream. Have, have you ranked quarterbacks lately? Well, this week, sure. Mahomes and Hurts and two are all out, Last but week, week they'll before. be back next week. <laughs> no, I agree with forward. you, Heath. I don't. I don't think he's going to be a top five quarterback or anything like that. But yeah, QB. But but if you feel like your roster can win with QB ten to twelve, I think he could definitely be that. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, he's an easy player to trade for. It's just a matter of how much you're giving up for him. That's Brock That's Purdy. That's the best part. You shouldn't have to give up that much. All right, Heath. How like, about you? Who's your buy low? Uh, it's a weird answer because he had 30 touches in his last game, but it's Javante Williams. I he oh, looks all my guy. Yeah, he looks. So much better. The fact that they gave him 30 touches should give you confidence that he's the, the the lead back for the rest of the season. There's more juice there than we saw early in the year. We've seen this recipe with running backs coming off ACLs in the past. It took longer for J.K. Dobbins last year. It happened pretty quick with Brees Hall this year. But I'd expect Javante Williams to be prime Javante Williams for the rest of the season. Do uh, you have another one, Jamie, or are you just mad at Heath? Um, I would go try and get Devontae Adams now while his value sucks and he's going to have another bad game this week against the Jets. And so just hope for a strong finishing kick. I mean, look, he's still got the potential. Not like he's hurt. And you know his quarterback's going to be for the rest of the season. And I think it's an upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo. So while I would try and sit him this week in, in a two-receiver league, you're obviously not sending him in a three-receiver league. Um, I still think there's there's good production coming. Maybe not to the level of what you thought. Maybe not to the level of what we draft him to be. But I still think he's going to be a target hog in games that they're going to be competitive or trailing. So as cheap as he might be now, maybe we even wait a week. could be cheaper. But I would trade for Devontae Adams. After the game against the Jets, he's at Miami. Kind of a challenging matchup. I'm thinking more so about the quarterback than I am for Devontae Adams. Then Kansas City. Maybe they put up more points there. Then a bye in week 13. And then uh, finishes the season with the Vikings, Chargers, Chiefs, Colts, Broncos in week 18. That's not great. Um, What about, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I did want to talk about DK Metcalf. Uh, Is that, yeah, okay. Let's talk about DK Metcalf. Let's talk about the the Seattle Seahawks passing game in general, because I don't know that you're going to find a better schedule than what the Seahawks have. Washington, so. If you look at Metcalf, for example, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight more games, and one, two, three, four, six of them, six of his last eight games are against teams that rank 26th or worse against wide receivers. He's got Washington. The 49ers are give up the third most fantasy points to wide receivers. Uh, The Eagles give up the most. Tennessee, 
Pittsburgh. Now, you could sit here and say, look, San Francisco is not really that bad. Philadelphia is not really that bad. I don't know. I mean, so far, Philadelphia is that bad. And both those teams have something in common. You can't run on them. So the teams throw on them all the time. But it just hasn't been an inspiring season for Metcalf. I would say he's had a fairly difficult schedule. It gets a lot easier with Metcalf, with Lockett, with JSN, with Geno Smith. Are we buying now or staying away? This is one of the you should be buying now. Yeah. It's been pretty uninspiring so far. But it, again, it's cheap, you know, so you shouldn't have to give up much to get them. I mean, Lockett's been dropped and added in some leagues, you know, 10 team leagues. JSN's still on the waiver wire in a lot of 10 team leagues, you know, so it's a question of how much do you need to give up to get Metcalf? Like, I don't know if you want to do a one for one type of deal, but you could probably say, hey, I'll give you this and this, and you give me Metcalf and something else. And why not? Who wins in a trade between DK Metcalf and Jerome Ford? Metcalf. Yeah, I don't think you can get him for Jerome Ford, but if you could, I would do it. Um, I, I, this is one of those situations where you're talking about great defenses that have been good matchups for wide receivers, and I just don't really buy it. Like I, I can't I look at I can't look at two games against the 49ers, a game against the Cowboys, a game against the Eagles, and a game against the Steelers, and think, oh yeah, their offense is going to feast. I, it makes me think, oh crap, Geno might be awful. That's where I come out on this too, and and that's what I'm worried about with Aiden O'Connell and the Raiders is that the quarterback is going to be affected by the pass rush more so than the receiver in their specific matchups, and it's even worse for Metcalf than it is for Adams because there's options for Geno Smith to work with. He can throw to Lockett. He can throw to Smith and Jigba, and I think Smith and Jigba is actually going to be the key to unlocking what's wrong in Seattle. They just have to lean on him more and more. Uh, I'm kind of waiting to see that over the course of a game. Last week, it was a lot of JSN at the end of the game for Seattle. They need to get him involved a little bit more early, and if that target volume flattens out across all three of them, that's bad for DK Metcalf. I'm not very high on DK rest of season. I just want to say the 49ers, they gave up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers last year and the third most this year. So I'm not going to just dismiss that. I don't really think they have great defensive backs, especially their number two cornerback seems to get picked on a lot. Lenore. Um, their, look, their pass rush could always change that. But it's two years in a row with them. The Eagles, I don't know, the Eagles get torched every week. They're giving up the most fantasy points to wide receivers. If they can get their if they can get their pass rush going again, because that's been a little inconsistent, then then that could change. And obviously we know they have good personnel. They just traded for Kevin Byard. I could see them changing, get you know, getting fixed during the bye week. Uh, but you brought up Jerome Ford. I feel like nobody likes Jerome Ford, but this guy <laughs> produces basically every week. And he's very involved in the passing game. He is their passing downs back. I feel like Jerome Ford's a little underrated, guys. I think he's been the, the worst rusher in the NFL, barring two runs. His his success rate on rushes is like way behind everybody else's. So yeah, the passing game role has been good, and he's a low end number two running back. I just don't think you can get DK Metcalf for him. I think his schedule lightens considerably after week eleven. They've got the Ravens this week. That's going to be tough. He had nine PPR points against them earlier this year. That was when Dorian Thompson Robinson was the quarterback for them. Steelers next week at home. He had one of those long runs against the Steelers back in yeah. week two. And then after that, it gets pretty good. He's got a top 10 schedule projected rest of season. If you didn't hear what Jamie said, yes, they lost their left tackle for at least yeah, four that's games. Bad for, that's bad. All right. So we've got Brock Purdy. We've got Javante Williams. We've got DK. Uh, well, I don't know if we have DK Metcalf as a buy low. Um, you heard the conversation. And um, sorry, I'm missing someone. 
Jamie, who'd you Devontae say? Adams. Devontae Adams. Thank you. Who is actually the most traded player in CBS Sports Fantasy Leagues. Uh, there you go. By the way, we're going to preview the Thursday night game in a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Who's your favorite sell high? Heath Cummings? Uh, the Miami Dolphins. I, I've hinted around at this for the last couple of weeks, but they played the Bills. They scored two touchdowns. They played the Eagles. They scored two touchdowns. They played the Chiefs. They scored two touchdowns. In the fantasy playoffs, they play the Jets, the Cowboys, and the Ravens. I am terrified about what happens to this offense when they have to play three good defenses in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Interesting. Um, okay. Anyone? That's let's let's talk about that. That's a really big. Yeah. Like you selling a chan or do you like a- anyone rest of season? I, <laughs> I mean, I like all of them, but yeah. the perception is that Tyreek's the best wide receiver in football, and Jalen Waddle's a borderline number one, and two is a top six QB. So, like, I'm not talking about giving those guys away. This is a sell high segment. And it might be easier to do that if you wait until after the bye and people are looking at a Raiders matchup coming up the next week. They'll be awesome in that game. The Raiders are terrible. Yeah. I offered Higgins, Nakua, and Kincaid for Tyreek Hill in one league, and it got rejected. PPR. Wow, that's a pretty good offer. I've got Tyreek Hill in two or three leagues that we're in together, Dave, so send me a similar offer. I will do my best to do that. Tyreek's the one Dolphin. I guess A-Chan, too, who I... I, I want to have on my team. There's just so much upside, and I know the matchups are tough, but those guys have the speed to trump any matchup. You would almost say they're matchup-proof, but I agree 100% on Waddle and Mostert because I think those two will be affected the most by A-Chan's return. Tua is going to be affected the most as well because if A-Chan gets going on the ground and Mostert involves himself in, in some way there too, it's going to take work away from Tonga Vailoa. So I, I disagree on Tyreek and Achan. I'd want to hold on to those guys unless you get a really good offer. But the other guys are kind of sell highs. I agree. I, I need to correct one thing I said. The Dolphins actually scored three touchdowns. They missed an extra point or missed a two-point conversion against the Bills. So they scored 20 points. Um, but still, I, I have a hard time calling Tyreek matchup proof when we've seen like a handful of teams hold him below what he's done this season. Do you think we'll you're ever gonna get rank, to a point you're where gonna rank him in the top five? You're going to rank him in the top five every week during the fantasy right. playoffs. I, I might Unless rank him in the top like five every hurt, week, but that would be he, the only way. He's not performed or justified that against good defenses. Well, I, I mean, I yeah, uh, he did one of those three games. He had a big game, the, the Eagles. Eagles game, the team that's giving up like the fifth most points to fantasy right. wide receivers. No, it, it was not a bad match. <laughs> I don't know. He's so good. I I can't really. He's. Uh, all right, but uh, they also look like hopefully help. Look, they've been missing Teron Armstead for most of the year. He finally came back. Um, they've been missing Devon Achan. I that's going to help their offense. All right, whatever. That's a good point. And yes, it's a tough playoff schedule for sure. Uh, Dave, who are you selling high on? I've got one even more bombastic than that. Taysom Hill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Dave. Look, if you if you picked up, it's not more bombastic than the Dolphins. But if you picked up Taysom Hill, and you've enjoyed this run, I think it's fifteen or more PPR points in three straight games, two of them with over twenty fantasy points. You've gotten production out of him, like what he gave you when he was the starting quarterback for the Saints, back when he was the starting quarterback for the Saints for a few weeks. I don't see how he keeps this up. I don't think he's scoring multiple touchdowns every week. He's running less than fifteen routes per game each of his past two games. Tight end is a fickle position. Anyway, I would try and sell high if you can without expecting that much. You should be able to turn Taysom Hill into Brock Purdy. 
I would say, I'd take this a little farther and say the tight ends who are hot right now, Hansel and David Njoku and Taysom Hill and Cole Komet and Jake Ferguson. I mean, if there's one thing I can guarantee you, it's that they're not going to be consistent because they're tight ends. <laughs> and like uh, with the, some of them, we're going to be talking about dropping them for the flavor of the week in a few weeks because that's just the way, like it's every single year. So if you have two tight ends, if you have Evan Ingram and like you picked one of those guys up last week because you had Evan Ingram or something like that, you should, I would try to sell any of them. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but. Well, I, the problem is, is that there's a lot of them. So, you know, you're probably looking to sell them and the team probably has one of those guys. Yeah. Find the Waller manager, find the Goddard manager and see what you could do right now. Would yeah. Be my advice, but you don't need I, to. I do, I do think though, like some of these situations, like you could see Komet being sustainable. You could see Ferguson being sustainable. You know, really the, the manager, I guess you want to go for, but they hopefully would have been preparing for this is the Goddard manager now, you know, because they're, they're in a pickle with a buy and not having him off of a buy. I mean, Jake Ferguson had 10 targets last week. He had eight targets in the previous three games combined. So he's looked sustainable. You're also talking about Dak finally getting going, though, too. But you're talking about game scripts, too. And the Cowboys have some games coming up where they might blow teams out, which they do a lot. Uh, I don't know, it's just, I have nothing against Jake Ferguson. I like him. I just, I know the nature of the position. And these guys have their ups and downs. I, this I is yeah. shaping up to be one of the best years for tight end that I can remember. So Without far, doubt. we have 14 tight ends averaging 10 or more PPR fantasy points, which is, I went back to la- the previous five years, which is the most in at least six seasons. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot more than last year. Last year was really bad. The previous years, right. you know, you're usually 12, 13, something like that. This is a little bit better than that. Yeah, it, it is. But but even all the guys that are that we're talking about have had these frustrating seasons. Who started Cole Komet? He was started in, 50, in 47% of leagues last week. Well, I mean, we said it on the waiver wire show, and it, there was five of these guys that we're somewhat excited about were only rostered in the 80s, and that's on our site, which we're typically higher. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking back to like Hunter Henry in the first two, three weeks of the season, right? Like, you know, this is just what happens with these guys, and now Henry's back in the discussion. But okay. Uh, well, he's not in this discussion though. Like nobody's trading. He used for Hunter to Henry, be, but somebody might be trading for Ferguson or Komet. He's not in discussion now, no, but he used to be. I mean, he he was thought of as a, yeah, I'll start him over Kyle Pitts, that kind of guy. Well, that's not really a very high bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's in the discussion as far as, okay, I'm going to trade away my starting tight end and go to the waiver wire and pick up another one. He's one of those guys you might pick up. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, I don't think you gave a sell high. I mean, I'll take the low-hanging fruit of Jameer Gibbs. Um you know, now that David Montgomery's back, if somebody still wants to say, well, Jameer Gibbs will still do that. Well, he's not going to do that. He should still be productive. He should still be a starter, hopefully. But clearly the uh, return of, of Montgomery, hopefully for the rest of the season from Montgomery fantasy managers, is going to impact Gibbs in an unfortunate negative way. So if you can still sell him for as high a value as you could have prior to the bye week, do so. If you can still sell him for something moderately better or more productive, do so. But it's clearly going to be a downturn with Montgomery healthy. Okay, I'm going to go through the most traded list, and you tell me if you would trade Jameer Gibbs for these players. Devontae Adams. I'd rather have Adams. If I needed a receiver, yes. Yeah. T. Higgins. Rather have Higgins. Yeah. I'll take T. Calvin Ridley. Gibbs. Yeah, I'd rather have Gibbs there. 
I think I would too, but that could change in a week. If he pulls out a big game against the 49ers, I think everybody will run right back to Ridley. Ken Walker. Walker. Yeah, Walker. It's Walker. Interesting. Okay. Uh, All right. We are going to take a break. We've got some news and notes. Who's the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans rest of season? We'll tell you, even though you probably already know. We'll be right back on Fantasy Football Today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, here are your news and notes. Also, what was that sound I just made? It was like, ah! Here are your news and notes. Will Levis is going to be the starting quarterback rest of season for Tennessee. The Rams signed Carson Wentz. That's better than ah. Brett, that's better than Brett Rippon, right? If it if it comes to that for oh, for, for Nakua sure. and Cup, yeah. you hope so. <laughs> I don't know what the Jets are doing. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys are signing Martavis Bryant to the practice squad. You guys said yesterday you're not interested. Carolina and Chicago on Thursday night. No, 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 no. They'll be without some key defensive players, the Panthers. Looks like Edge Bryant. Did they rule out Brian Burns? Yeah, they did. Okay, and C.J. Henderson. Already one of the league's worst pass rushes gets worse without Burns. Come on, Justin Fields. Let's go. Yeah, they're they're pretty beat up on defense. And they sign linebacker Blake Martinez. And if they throw a ball toward Blake Martinez, I think he will catch them all. Blake will? Mm Mm-hmm. Wasn't he selling Pokemon stuff? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, you made a joke. I did. He will catch them all. It's Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know Pokemon things. Yeah. Uh, I don't either, really. DJ Chark also did not practice. And Khalil Herbert and Cole Komet practiced in full. We don't know that Khalil Herbert will be back, but trending in the right direction. It sounds like he will. Um, I had a friend tell me, expect Herbert and Foreman to share. Oh, my gosh. I did something so stupid. Good. This is really my favorite part of the show. <laughs> this is really like I don't even know if I can recover from this, but as Play I remind soundbite. you all, I don't know anything about anything. Yeah. Um, David Montgomery practiced my last note. Okay. Name that player is uh the next segment. When I sent you guys the notes, I deleted all of the players. Unfortunately, I deleted them in my notes as well. So Oh no! I'm going to see if so I. So we're all playing name that player. Control Z enough to get them back in my. All right. Why don't you guys talk? That was always my biggest fear when I did it that I would either a send the notes to the wrong person, or b uh, delete my. I my got clues. it. I got it back, but I just I hit Control Z about 15 times, and I just erased all of the time codes from my notes. So those, that that's going to be a problem going forward. Well, can't you just forward it back? Like you can undo and then redo. So that means you have to do a lot of editing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we can start cursing then and really make it <laughs> No. Work. All right, let's name that player. Bleeping bleep. I am the number 19 wide receiver in PPR per game. I have career highs in A dot, catch rate, yards per catch, yards per target. In fact, I'm averaging 2.1 more yards per target than my career average. When you say number 19, do you mean per game or for the season? I, I, said, per I said per game. I said a little clumsily, okay. but per game. Heath. Yeah, Heath. Who is Deontay Johnson? Oh, nice work, Heath. You get the win. Thank you. you like How did re- you get that based on the clues he gave? Because I've seen a lot of people talking about how Deontay is being used more down the field, and I know he's been one of the most inefficient wide receivers in the NFL. It's been more efficient this season. Would you like to hear the rest of the clues? Okay. My team has thrown seven touchdown passes. My first name rhymes oh, with was- my first name rhymes with the first name of an Arizona running back. Amari. That's what I thought. I thought people yeah. were, Amari Cooper, but it's Keontae Deontay. And if you Azer stat it and remove the game I left with an injury, I am the number eleven wide receiver per game in PPR. So how are you guys valuing Deontay Johnson? Must start guy, top twenty, yes. top ten this week. Yes. Yep. Uh, who isn't top ten this week? I mean, right? <laughs> There's D- DK, no, DK Metcalf, Devontae Adams. There are no good players this week. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's exciting, right? With Deontay, I don't know if it is it sustainable. The touchdowns, you know, not going to rely on that because they've thrown seven touchdowns in eight games. But, but he's only scored one this season, and he's a top ten wide receiver, so that's pretty good. Eleven with the Azer stat. Okay. All right. Next up, I am twenty third in passing yards. 20th in yards per attempt, 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 but fifth in passing touchdowns. Keith. I have, yeah, I know you're going to get this. Let someone else play. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I have thrown 31 or fewer passes in five straight games. I have already thrown as many touchdown passes as I did all of last season. And I am married to a famous pop singer. That even Adam has Dave. heard of. Well, I mean, Heath. Heath, if you know it, say it. It's Russell Wilson. It's Russell Wilson. Heath. Yeah. Give it to no. Heath. I give it to Heath. How about that? My favorite stat, he's thrown as many touchdown passes as he did all of last year. That's great. But what Where we- is he on? You, you said 31 or fewer pass attempts in five straight games. Uh-huh. So where is he among pass attempts? Just like raw pass attempts per game. Well, he's had a bye. Uh, I'm going to guess yeah, around 18th. I'll, I'll look it up. But you guys, while I do that, tell me how you value Russell Wilson, who's obviously had some good touchdown fortune. Uh, I did he, go he back, did as we discussed game. yesterday, his um, his bye week numbers. And so 11 seasons coming off a of bye. He's averaging just shy of 24 points per game. But it's very all over the place. He's got right. six games with 24 points or more. And five, four games with 11 points or less. So it's clearly weighted. And a lot of it was a lot, a lot of it was early in, in his Seattle tenure. But he does have a overall good track record after a bye. But that, that either feast or famine is kind of what his season has been this year. And I think the touchdown rate's a little high. He's at 6.9%, which leads the NFL. But he also has one of the highest touchdown rates amongst all active quarterbacks. And he has four or five seasons in his career at 6.6% or better. So I don't know that there's as much regression as you might expect for a normal quarterback at 6.9%. He's a he's a decent start this week against the Bills and a high-end QB2 rest of the season. <clears throat> uh, the Broncos average the third fewest pass attempts per game. 
But yeah. this goes hand in hand with the touchdowns. Russell Wilson is like eighth in green zone pass attempts, and that's with a bye. So they're not rushing. They're hardly ever rushing for touchdowns. When they get near the end zone, they're throwing the ball a lot. Maybe that changes if Javante Williams is really going to you know, right. have a surge. Um, all right, next up, I am a top 10 running back per game. Oh, this one's worth three points, so you guys can beat Heath if you want. Am I allowed to guess until the end? or <laughs> you, have, you have to let David Jamie guess first that it's worth three no, points. No, let's just play. <laughs> I am a top 10 running back per game. I am averaging 4.7 yards per carry. Among running backs with 50 or more carries, I am number two in success rate, number two in rush EPA, number 13 in avoid rate, number two in percentage of carries for five or more yards, but number 35 in explosive run rate, carries of 12 or more yards. It's going to get a little easier here. Before my injury, I had the second most rushing touchdowns from inside the five yard. Dave. Kyron Williams. Dave wins. Three points for Dave. Way to go, it was Dave. from way downtown. Bang. Yeah. Kyron Williams. Did you know it? Did you know it, Heath? What? No. No. Nah. Oh. Uh, and I am expected back in week 12. And I ran a 4.65 40-yard dash at the 2022 NFL Combine and was drafted in the fifth round. It is Kyron Williams. Top 10 per game. A lot of touchdowns. A lot of goal line stuff. Wasn't really great per carry until he ran for something like 150 yards in the second half against Arizona. Um, but, you know, he's interesting. So how do you feel about Kyron Williams, guys? Good. How do you how do you get past what the Rams have done with their run game all year? A lot of it with Williams being force-fed touches and doing well with them and scoring a lot with them. Stafford coming back. Tough schedule, rest of season, but it does ease up right around the fantasy playoffs. I've got him ranked as a just outside of a top 12 running back rest of season. So if you're trading for him, you should expect to give up a decent amount. If you don't give up a decent amount, you're ripping somebody off. Good for you. Good for you to rip someone off in your league. Yeah, he's got two more weeks before you can play Kyron Williams. Bye week. Uh, no, three more weeks. A bye week, then week 11, he's still out, and then week 12. And then he's back. So two more weeks before you can use him. But okay. this is the time to trade for him if you're going to trade for him. So you don't think that Henderson or Freeman will have a role? It'll basically be the Kyron show. They'll have a role. It's just a matter of will it be all three of them having a role? If it's just one of them having a role, then I think you, you're you okay. I don't think he's going to return to the same level of work that they had. I mean, they, they said that prior to, or I guess when he got hurt, you know, that, that this was going to be a little bit of a, Shared situation. They're trying to take work off his plate before. You know, they started to give Ronnie Rivers a few more touches before he got hurt, also. But I mean, this should be when he's back, if everybody's healthy, the healthiest we've seen all the Rams. Remember, because when Kyron was at his best, Cooper Cup was out, then Stafford gets hurt, and Kyron gets hurt. So, you know, we'll see, uh, we'll see how this all looks moving forward. I don't think he's going to be a top 12 running back, but I think no. top 20 is safe. Right. Yeah, I'd be closer to 20 than 12 for sure. Yeah, agree. Okay. All right. All right, Dave. It is time for Thursday yeah, night. Football. You gave us three names for name that player. Yeah. We're done. I'm sorry. Would you like to do more? I thought it would be more names. This is fun. Oh, well, I didn't now know you're that. about to lead us into Thursday night football, which is the opposite of fun. <laughs> All right, Dave. Carolina's at Chicago. No, 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 no. Loser. Okay. <laughs> 
Carolina, actually, little bonus drop in there. Stat of the game. All right, so I'm, you're probably a little excited about Justin Fields, assuming he plays. Ready to get DJ Moore back in your lineup. You're pumped up about Cole Komet. But the Panthers allow the ninth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, and the ninth fewest fantasy points to tight ends. Geno Smith scored 17 points. Kirk Cousins, 13 points on 19 pass attempts. C.J. Stroud scored 12 fantasy points a week before he scored like 52. Gardner Minshew scored 11. Drake London scored zero. Tyler Lockett, 6.4. Jordan Addison, zero. Nico Collins, seven. Michael Pittman, I think, had eight catches for 64 yards last week. TJ Hawkinson scored 4.4 points against the Panthers. Kyle Pitts, 6.4. Dalton Schultz, 2.5. No tight end has more than five targets against the Carolina Panthers. Does any of this matter to you as you evaluate the Bears passing game? Fields, more commit. A little bit, but not enough that unless I have better options, I'm sitting those guys. So Fields, really, the only concern is how healthy is he? But I'm going to guess if they're trusting him to play, which I hope is the case, He'll do enough with his legs and hopefully enough with his passing to be successful. Um, what was DJ Moore's best game so far this season? A monster oh on Thursday night against Washington. And where did he go to college? Maryland. And where is he going back to this week? Well, the game's in Chicago. Are you saying that the, he, that he went season? to Maryland and going to Washington was was a homecoming? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, come on. That's a little bit. But I do like that. this narrative I'll give you, Jay. I don't know about that, that one. All right, so you like you like the the uh, the revenge game narrative here? Oh, totally. I'm kind of excited for DJ Moore. I'm I'm excited for DJ Moore. Let's just be happy about it. Someone said everything I just said uh, was talking them out of um, of Justin Fields. Someone in the chat. I don't want it to be like that. Um, the 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 bottom line is it's not that the Panthers' pass defense is so good; it's that their run defense is so bad. And teams run on them so much. So they right. see the second fewest pass attempts per game in the NFL. Justin Fields doesn't need to throw the ball a lot to be great. Uh, so, um, okay. Anyway, where are you guys going to rank Fields more commit? Fields would be top 12. And commit mm-hmm. is already top 12. Yeah, 9 for Fields, 12 for commit sounds about right. I'd go a little higher on commit if it's PPR. And a little lower on fields if he plays. And I would I would expect DJ Moore to get go right back to getting a ton of targets from Fields if, if Fields is out there. Right now I have more as a flex. I think if Fields plays, you've got to look at him as a low end wide receiver too, at least. Yeah, if Fields plays, he'll be top fifteen for me. More. More will. Woo. So I mean the question comes down to can the Bears run the ball effectively? And if you think they can, and they'll get some fresh legs back with Khalil Herbert, but he's not going to get every time. I think the offensive line is getting better for Chicago, despite you know certain things that have happened over the last few weeks. And that could be an advantage that the Bears want to lean on and not put too much on Justin Fields' thumb in his first game back. It could be, it could be one of those games where everybody does just enough to peeve you off in fantasy and no one has a great game. Well, I think the other side of it is, and and listen, as bad as the Panthers' offense looked last week, it might be the case. But a lot of the reason the teams run so much against the Panthers is because the Panthers don't score any points. Are the Bear, is the Bears' defense going to completely shut Carolina down, or do we actually get some scoring in this game? Depends. Is Bryce Young throwing to which team? <laughs> we'll get scoring in that regard. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, Bears DST is absolutely in play. Where are we right now with Justin Fields? I, I was thought he was expected to play in this game, but you haven't ranked uh, him. Yet. He's been limited in practice. It sounds like he's trending in the right direction. Iberflus was a little bit vague on Monday with his answer. Day to day, we'll see how it goes in practice. I'm sure we'll get a report today, if not tomorrow, that he's playing. Okay. If he plays, would you start Justin Fields or Jared Goff? That would be Goff on the road at the Chargers. Goff. Goff in six points, Fields in four points. Yep. Justin Fields or Kyler Murray against Atlanta? Fields. Fields. I'd lean toward Fields. You wouldn't start any of the waiver guys like Baker or whoever the heck it was. I don't even remember who it was now. Those I might guys. go with Baker. I might uh, go with Dino as well. I would go Fields. I actually have that decision to make. I just picked up Baker last night in a league where I have Fields. Um, but if we're considering him still a waiver wire guy, I'd go Sam Howell over Fields. Agreed. Oh, okay. I yeah, agree that, on Howell. That's a good one. Yeah, okay. And I'd go Stroud over Fields, of course. I would go Stroud yeah. over Fields too. Yes. Let's call it Stroud, Howell. Uh, those two for sure. You guys can disagree with me on this one if you want, but I'll take Gino and Baker for sure over Fields. I might struggle with Fields versus Dobbs. Michael, I not trust Gino Smith over Dustin Fields. No, Gino's not a top 12 QB for me. Me either. I'm not sure I agree with you guys on Howell. Anders. If you look at who Howell has had good games against, it's been some of the worst, you know, some of the best matchups in fantasy. The Seahawks, I think they're 18th against quarterbacks, but they've been really good the last five weeks. They did not allow a 20-yard completion last week to the Ravens. Um, I mean, the Ravens ran all over them. Yeah. Uh, Seattle might try so and do what? the same thing. That is one thing that goes against Geno. They I might try and I get just, their ground game. I think when you look at Howell, his best games have been against really, really easy matchups. I think it'll probably be around 20 points, but I'd take the upside of Fields. Uh, that's fine. They'll be they're gonna be back to back for me. But right. I, I just think right now Howell is four of his last five or five of his last six with at least forty attempts. A couple of those over fifty. That's true. Like they're they're throwing the ball so much. And and he got a little unlucky last week with you know, go for three twenty five, one and one. Uh still got you nineteen point seven fantasy points. Like he's 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 a touchdown away from another big game too. So just the just the amount of volume that he's giving you is to me a little bit safe. Plus he'll run a little bit, he'll get you twenty yards rushing. Right, I think the the combination of the fact, like, I don't think there's any chance they're going to be able to, they're going to be able to run against Seattle, probably. Right, and he's actually started to limit the sacks a little bit. He's only been sacked four times in his last two games. Well, he's already averaging fifty dropbacks per game. It's just that he was getting sacked on five right. to ten yeah. of them. Like and 10%. so if he's not, he's he's probably gonna throw forty five passes. All right, sorry. All right, that's Howell. We'll get to that game tomorrow or Thursday, Friday. Um, back to this game though. Do you like any running backs in this game? I think you look at it as Herbert probably should be considered the best, even though there's going to be some limitations on him based on the matchup, but you know, will he get the, the, the full majority of touches going back to what he was right before the ankle injury? Um, as, as Dave said, you know, Foreman will be the one sharing. It wouldn't surprise me if one of these guys is inactive because that was the case prior to Herbert going down that Foreman was inactive for four straight games. So would they sit Roshan? Would they sit Foreman? Will they go with both, uh, in terms of, or excuse me, go with all three. And if all three are active, are they going to all sort of cannibalize each other? So I think you just view them as flex options at best with Herbert being the, the best of the bunch. I don't want to trust Chuba Hubbard, but you know, flex at best for him too. And Miles Sanders actually looked good last week, but can you can you buy back into him being anything significant because a lot of that came in garbage time? 
I mean, it's just a shame when you look at a game of Carolina and Chicago and we don't want to start a running back. You know, Carolina's supposed to be a layup. I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, it's the situations are disappointing. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you were to say right now, Herbert, they're going to wait another week, then I think you could say Foreman's a number two running back without question. Right. Okay. Especially, like, DJ Moore's not the only one who has a revenge game, right? Yeah. Right, true. Um, and the Bears are, weird. like, they give up a lot of touchdowns, I guess, but they're, like, second or third in terms of yards per carry allowed to running backs. They're it's getting a lot much, better. Much, they're getting a lot Much better. easier to throw on them than run. Uh, well, that's the thing. They give up uh, the most receiving yards per game to running backs, but that's not exactly something you expect from the Panthers running backs. But, no, their run defense has actually been pretty solid. And in the last five weeks, I think only Eckler has had a good game against them, really. Like, Camara was bad last week. Um, was that last week? Uh, yeah. It was. Yeah, Jacobs was really bad against them. I think he had a touchdown catch called back. So, But on the other side, I mean, you you, you wish – you could have more confidence in Herbert or Foreman. All right, you've talked about DJ Moore. Where where would you rank DJ Moore if Tyson Bagent is the quarterback? Where are you ranked right now? Twenty, top thirty. And uh, what about Cole Komet? Starter sit and like in that whole big group of the tight ends that have been hot lately. Where does Cole Komet rank? At the top, top twelve. Um, behind Ferguson, behind uh, McBride this week. I got yeah, him. I don't. I don't think he's at the at the top. Yeah, I think he. he I'm gonna move him down a couple of spots. He'll be around 11 for me. McBride. I mean, that's interesting. Coming off such a dud, you going McBride. What did they have? 56 total yards. In it was that against game? Cleveland. I know. And it was <laughs> with Clayton, Clayton too. With Clayton, Clayton, yeah, just, yeah, just you have to you you have to have a little bit of mental fortitude to go back to Trey McBride after what he did to your lineup. There's your buy low. Go 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 get him. Yeah, uh, Zach Brook asked me to do like a sleeper and breakout for the second half of the season. I said McBride's the breakout. You know, just looking at what he did the game before with Josh Dobbs, how many targets this team funnels to tight ends, and now Kyler coming back. Like, there's a great buy low opportunity if he's sitting on somebody's bench. No hesitation with uh, Adam Thielen, right? Not correct. If anybody in the chat has any Cole Komet questions or anything from this game, I'll give you like 30 seconds to get your Chicago, Carolina questions in there, and then we will move on to another game. Uh, I can just look for some. Would you start uh, your favorite Bears running back or Jalen Warren or Najee Harris this week? Herbert. Uh, I kind of like Najee this week against the Packers. I do too. Najee, Herbert, Warren. Agree. Uh, we got a DJ Moore or Christian Kirk this week. Kirk against Kirk. the Niners. Kirk right now, if Justin Fields plays more. Right. Uh, drop Roshan Johnson. Yeah, he is so over-rostered at 61%, I think. Uh, it's so sad, too. Like, this, it just didn't work out in his favor. There is, Jamie brought it up earlier, like, there's a chance that it's Herbert and Foreman on rushing downs and Roshan on passing downs if all three are active. And that's just that's a mess that you just don't want to deal with. You're not going to get a ton of fantasy points. Someone will have to score. It'll probably be Foreman, but I don't really love any of them. Would you buy low on Miles Sanders? You mean pick him up off the waiver wire? I would pick yeah, him up maybe. off the waiver wire. I wouldn't give up much for him, though. Um, and then final question is Cole Komet or Dalton Schultz? Schultz. Schultz. I agree. Anybody like a DST in this game? 
Bears DST is interesting just because of the turnovers that Bryce Young's had. Bears pass rush is getting better. But I think you can find a better option than the Bears. I would hope that you could find a better option than the Bears. Like the Raiders against the Jets, I'd rather go with them. Might find the Packers out there against the Steelers. That's not bad. Lions, who were just dropped. Good defense. Okay. That's it for Thursday Night Football. And we're going to take another break. And when we come back, I got some rest of season rankings for you. Some emails at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com and hopefully a look at the most traded list. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. CBS Friday, TV's hottest show is Fire Country. I'm not a hero. I'm in orange for a reason. They're taking 12 months off your sentence. You're free. Lady. With a special epic season finale. Now that I'm out, I need something to get me up in the morning. You are a firefighter. You speak. That will be unforgettable. In the name of your life's happiness, go get your girl. She's getting married tomorrow. Says, when do you let anything get in the way of what you want? The Fire Country season finale, Friday, 9, 8 central on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. We're back. Rank them rest of season. Devon Achan, Josh Jacobs, Alvin Kamara. Kamara, Jacobs, Achan. All Jacobs, top 12. Kamara, Achan. I think I'll go. I think I'll go Kamara, Jacobs, Achan. But yeah. Okay. I'm getting worried about this Kamara usage. I don't know what the heck happened last week. Just decided not. Dennis, to I mean, did you see what Dennis Allen said? No. It's a long season. We got to make sure we get to where we want to get to, and blah 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 blah. Jamal Williams. <laughs> Kamara, I, I think I don't remember when I mentioned this. I think I mentioned it on Monday. He's got three straight games with a carry down to the one or two yard line. I think the one yard line, and commit or and uh, Taysom Hill has scored subsequently every time uh, with two rushes and a catch. Stupid um, taste. No. Who would you take Devon Achan over? Would you take him over Tony Pollard? Yep. I would not. Achan over Pollard? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say no right now, but if he doesn't have another good, if he doesn't have a good game against the Giants, I'll take Achan. This is the Jobu game for Tony Pollard? Oh, yeah, big time. So here's, here's what Dennis Allen said um, on the recent dip in snaps for Camaro. I think in a perfect world scenario, those snaps are getting evened out a little bit. And yeah, it's a 17-game season, and you want to keep guys healthy throughout the year. And we have other play, other good players in the backfield. Obviously, Alvin's still a huge part of what we do offensively and is going to be a major factor. But I think with a lot of these positions, the ability to kind of have a little bit of rotation where guys can kind of spell other guys, I think it's important. All right. Screw you, Dennis Allen. <laughs> well, it didn't I mean, I get to- what he's saying, but yeah. It didn't used to matter for Kamara. He was always kind of limited, but he was so good when he touched the ball. But he just isn't. But you got you got two things at play here. You got a coach trying to keep him fresh because their schedule sets up that they should win the division blindfolded. And then Taysom Hill. It's it's annoying again. Yeah, oh for sure. Uh all right, rank them rest of season. Mostert, Kyron Williams, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs, Kyron. Kyron. 
Gibbs Mostert? I think it's Gibbs Kyron Mostert. Same. Everybody has Mostert last, though. Okay. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Puka Nakua, Adam Thielen. Rank them. Jefferson, Puka, Thielen. <laughs> Jefferson, Thielen, Puka. That's how I have it. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fine. You Jefferson. sound sad about that. Okay? I, I think it's a fun group to, to try to parse. Because I, I still don't feel 100% confident that Matthew Stafford's going to start every game for the Rams rest of the season. And Jefferson's still on IR and has Joshua Dobbs as his quarterback. And Thielen's been a top five wide receiver. Uh, right. Rank him rest of season. Marquise Brown, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins. That's a great one. Um, Brown, Cooper, Hopkins. Yep. I'll take Cooper first. Cooper, Hopkins, Brown. Michael Pittman, Nico Collins, Debo Samuel. Rank them. Pittman, Collins, Debo. Feels like Pittman's the easy one here, so I'll take Pittman. I agree. Um, Pittman, Debo, Nico. Yeah. I have it. Pittman and Debo are real close in non-PPR, though. I have them all within five points, but I've got Debo, Pittman, Nico. I just want to say... I'm no, I'm not a film breaker downer guy. I think that's what they call them. But I was watching Tank Dell yesterday, and my oh. God, is he? <laughs> he should have yes. had a 90 yard touchdown catch in a game where he already had like 115 yards of touchdown. He should have gone over 200 with two touchdowns. He completely abused this cornerback, ran right by him, and Stroud from the 10 yard line. The ball that was the line of scrimmage. Stroud missed him badly. Uh, he had, Stroud had a great game, obviously, but he did miss some throws. Uh, but Dell just can't cover him. I was so impressed, and I and I've been so impressed with Nico too. These guys are good. These guys mm-hmm. are really talented. It's fun. Um, toughest team to preview every week, though. <laughs> like, just start them. I mean, this is a big step up in competition. You know, from from last week, going yes. from the Bucks to the Bengals. I'm really, and then curious. they go right back down to Arizona the week after. I'm very curious to see. Just how start them every week. Like game of the week, maybe. All right. Oh. <laughs> you <want to> change? <laughs> hey, I went two and one. Don't give me that. Except, don't. Well, tell that to Gabe Davis. But I kind of went James two Cook. Uh, yeah, Cook. I went. I went one, one and one last week. Fair. No, you went two and one. Thank you, Jamie. I appreciate that. Let's read some emails. Fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. But the one you ruined was pretty bad. I didn't ruin that. The Chiefs' defense ruined that. Chiefs are bad for fantasy. Their quarterback stinks, and their defense is great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with David Montgomery coming off of IR, I need to drop someone. Who would you drop out of this group? You ready? This is going to be tough. Jordan Addison, Devontae Adams, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, or Adam Thielen? I mean, make a trade. Yep. That, that, a two-for-one deal. I read, this one, I read this one because I basically I just want to know who your least favorite is from this group rest of season. Addison, Adams, Marquise Brown, Deontay Johnson, Adam Thielen. Addison. Addison. Brown, a Brown for me. I said Addison too when I replied to the email. Okay. I, man, I when we know that Joshua Dobbs is going to throw the ball 30% of the time to TJ Hawkinson. That's what he's done at every stop. And Justin Jefferson's coming back next week. 
I don't know if there's anything left for Jordan Addison. He's also, well, to be fair, has he ever had a group like this? Josh Dobbs? That's Never. true. Never. And a play caller like this too? Never. No, but he's the wor- he's arguably the worst deep ball passer in the NFL. So that's another knock against uh, against Jordan. I don't know. I mean, he, he hit Addison on a couple of deep balls we, against Atlanta. We, we've got to reevaluate that with some of the guys we've got starting right now. Like, well, are we okay, saying Joshua yeah, Dodd yeah, does yeah. a worse deep ball than Tommy DeVito? No, no. <laughs> I'm not even sure Tommy DeVito is going to be starting, but, uh, but no, okay. he, does, he doesn't. <laughs> Besides, he's the pastronaut. Uh, Dobbs, yes, is the pastronaut. That's very good. Uh, from Jimmy, I need to start a wide receiver. Didn't even put his question in. I think he wanted to drop. Oh, he wanted to drop Christian Watson for Demario Douglas. That's what it was. Would you do that? He needs a, he needs uh, a yeah. this week. I'd rather have Douglas, yeah. Especially if it's PPR. That's a dude who's fast, too. You Go watch him if you want to have some fun. From Eric Mello. What's the what's the all-bust list for the season? Watson's got to be close to being on it, right? Oh, yeah. Christian Watson? Sure. Damian Pierce. Just, I was... I was thinking about that and it really just depends. Like, are you going with round four, three, four, five guys who were really terrible, or are you going with round one guys who have been round five or six picks so far? Like, is is Damian Pierce a bigger bust than Bijan Robinson? Yes. It's a great yes. question. Why don't we, you know what? We're going to end the show with the all bust list. Okay. Uh, I'll make it a segment so you guys can think about it. This is from Eric. Eric, get Pollard and DJ Moore. Give up James Cook, Jalen Waddle, and Dalton Kincaid. He still has Evan Ingram. So give up James Cook, Waddle, and Kincaid for Tony Pollard and DJ Moore. Love it. That's an no. A. No. It's a B minus. D. Why why Heath? I don't know. Like I think I like Waddle more than I like DJ Moore. You're giving up a very good tight end. And I don't know that there's a huge gap between Cook and Bullard. I hope that the rest of season there's a oh, huge I gap between Cook and Bullard. Yeah, that's um, what you're banking on is for Pollard to be a good number two running back. Cook is just not a good fantasy option. That's the problem. Well, you want to well, talk about a bust? <laughs> uh, uh, Tony Pollard? Yeah. No, Pollard, Pollard has underperformed. But I, I think rest of season, like I'll take my chances with Pollard. That To me, that's the, the part of the trade that you're banking on is that Pollard is the guy we hoped. There's another part of this too, though. Can you can you lose a trade if it makes your team better? Because if you have Ingram yes. and Kincaid, you might be giving up too much, but it still makes your starting lineup better. And maybe you Why? could argue I could have done better for Kincaid or something like that. But if you if you're not going to start both of those tight ends then you are going to make your starting lineup better potentially by making this. Well, trade, it, I mean, that's why it. we always say you want to get the best player. Is Pollard the best player or is Kincaid the best player? <laughs> like, I mean, I think you, that, that's certainly up for debate. Waddle you know, the best it, player, yeah. Right. It, it, I think it's all up for debate. That's why I think it's it's a pretty close trade. But if Pollard can somehow turn things around, then he's the best player in the deal. Is Kincaid locked into the target volume that he's had when Knox comes back? I know it sounds silly, but... When is Knox coming back? No, that's a great question. Right. I don't know, two, three weeks? I haven't seen a time. He had surgery, so that might... Might be a longer absence than just four weeks, but that's a good question. I don't, I don't know how. I think we said, like you know, I, we said this about George Pickens. Like, how do you put that back in the box? But that's exactly what they did. And they're they like, "You're back. too good, George. Sit down." Squeaky wheel for him, by the way. All right, let's go to our next one from Colin. Bench one in PPR. DJ Moore, Nico Collins, 
DeAndre Hopkins, Ken Walker. Hopkins. Bench one? Yeah. I'm going to bench Nico. I'm not going to bench Nico. I'll bench more if Bajent plays. And I'll bench... I might, uh, I, might, I might bench Hopkins. I hate benching Hopkins this week, man. That not against that defense. No way. Tampa. Yeah, it's it's close between him and Nico. I'd hate to bench Nico and watch him pop off again. All right, this one's from Corey. When's the last time he popped off? He was top 12 last week. Was he? With that Nico? Team? Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, from Corey. 10-team Dynasty Superflex PPR League. I'm 4-5. and five. I lost Daniel Jones. I have Mahomes and Levis. I have four first-round picks for next season. Should I look to trade for a quarterback like Stroud or Kyler or just hold and draft a top quarterback next year in a 10-team Superflex Dynasty League? He said he was four and five? Yeah. I'm not trading a first-round pick if I'm four and five. Even if you have four of them? I mean, I guess if you have the team that you think is the best team in the league and you can get C.J. Stroud for it, then that's great. Yeah. Would you do it for Kyler Murray? Yes. For uh, the pick that I think is the last pick in the draft, yes. In the first, like the, the for your worst first round pick, you're saying? Right. The one you think will be the worst. I mean, Kyler Murray is definitely worth a first round pick in a super flex league. 100%. Yeah. All right. This is from... Nico was tied for 13th in PPR. Yeah, I mean, 14 PPR points. That wasn't like a big, big game. I wouldn't call that popping off. But he's capable of it. When was he's definitely capable game? of it, but yeah. we haven't seen it in a long time. All right, this is from uh, Kyle. Dear Richard, Otis, and Mike, Dave should be able to get the names in the intro. Bears. Bears, okay. Kyle from a town north of Tampa. Chicago? Let's go with Paducah, Kentucky. Those were 85 Bears, right? Richard Dent and Otis Wilson and Mike Singletary. I don't know Otis Wilson. I know the other guys. Um, I would give up in it's a mama bo- mama, mama's boy Otis, one of a kind. I would give up Jalen Hurts love him for his body and his mind. I would give up Jalen Hurts and DeAndre Swift for Jared Goff, Justin Jefferson, and Jameer Gibbs. He still has Rashad White, Joe Mixon, and Gainwell. So give up Hurts and Swift, get Goff, Jefferson, and Gibbs. Wow. <laughs> I do it. C. I think it's fair. I think it's pretty fair too. B plus. All right, the let's go the all bus team from 2023. Who's our captain? <laughs> when the season isn't even over yet. Who's the captain? Yeah. Devontae? That's a pretty good one. Should be up there. Let's let's eliminate um, injuries, by the way. All right. Devon, yeah, yeah. Devontae Adams. I think go by position. Like quarterback for me is Lawrence. Yes, easy. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Running backs would be I Pierce think- and Sanders make the list. Are they the top two? They both missed games due to injury. Well, Pierce just missed one. Sanders just missed one, right? But even when they played, yeah, they've been horrible. They haven't been great. Pollard, a uh, Pollard, Bijan, just Jameer see. For Davis, me, it's like I can't you know? start them. Any. Like that's that's where I I draw the line. Like. I'm not starting these guys. Yeah. That's a bad you're deal. still starting Pollard and Bijan, unless you're just loaded. Mm, I don't think we're going to agree on this. 
Do we have a YouTube poll up? Let's see if we have it. I, w- I wanted to see who people thought was uh, the bigger bust. I know Madison just had a good game, but could he qualify? Does he make the team? No. He's, probably, he's not as bad as Pierce. He's probably ranked about where – it's probably uh, his points per game are probably putting him right about where he was ranked. Damian That's Pierce the thing is, is like, on the list. These guys were mostly fourth and fifth round picks. Yeah. Right, but now they're unstartable. Like they're bye week replacements until it's, they prove otherwise. As Adam would say, it's almost better because they're not hurting you every week. Whereas I think it's your first round pick tight end. Your first round pick that's scoring twelve points a game is killing you. All right, so let's do one on one. Let's do Bijan Robinson and well, is it should it be Bijan or Pollard? Let me see who's got more points per. Got to be Pollard. I, I would. Pollard. I would assume it's Pollard. Yeah, Pollard. All right, so Tony Pollard and Damian Pierce. Devontae Adams is a wide receiver. Who else? I can't believe Kyle Pitts is a bust. <laughs> yes, Kyle Pitts is a bust. Would He's it be Higgins? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna play the injury card on that. Because he got the Burrow injury. It's fine. Olave, yeah, can't, that's why you can't put Waller or Goddard on there. Devontae Smith. Now they're hurt. It's those, it's those, yeah, those round two receivers that have struggled. DK. Ridley. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. This is, I guess it's not per game. You know where Devontae Adams ranks at wide receiver this season? Per game? 23. 23 per game, 14 overall? Uh-huh. Yeah, 23 per game is pretty bad for like the number six wide receiver. Uh, let's see. who Devontae Smith is 28th per game. Um. Debo is 37th per game. I think Calvin Ridley is at 43rd per game. I think Calvin Ridley is. That's, is, yeah. Is, he's, he makes the list. Guy. All right. Hopefully, uh, he has a good second half. We get three receivers and a flex. So we'll start. We'll put four receivers <laughs> in, on the list. All right. Well, we don't have to. We can throw Bijan on there. Tony Pollard, Damian Pierce, Devontae Adams, Calvin Ridley. Uh, Kyle Pitts is our tight end. Who's another wide receiver? We got DK. No, the DK is a pretty good one, but what about Jahan Dotson? He was like a sixth or seventh round pick. Yeah, flat out drop. Dotson qualifies. Um, he, he's he's in the con- like Christian Watson to me is worse. Oh, like, oh, that's a layup, Christian Watson. You could take you play the injury card there though. I, I but he's been so bad even without yeah. that. Right, but he got hurt right after preseason ended and never seemingly recovered. Jake Bobo is only wide receiver 73. Where was Jerry Judy being drafted? <laughs> well, he had Judy the, was in that round six range. He had that injury, though. No, no, no. He, seven, because he had the injury. Yeah, he, he got back. Yeah, he got he got pushed down. His injury might have hurt him, but it didn't matter to Terry McLaurin. All right, so let, let's decide. Are we, to, are we going DK? Are we going Watson? Are we going Dotson? You got four. Who are they? Adams. Ridley. Ridley. DK. DK and Christian Watson. It's a good group. Okay. Yep. And Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah, we're 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 including an injured guy. Yeah, he he he's earned it though. Finding a list of players who have not had missed a game due to injury this season and have been terrible is pretty difficult. And you know what? I would say that where is he? We're missing one guy here. Justin Tucker is like t- kicker eleven. So he's our kicker. There you go. And the Eagles DST is definitely... 
Eagles for sure, I was going to say. Thank you, everybody. It was a fun show. We'll talk to you tomorrow with Starter Sit for the AFC Home Game. See you later.